you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This could... It could all go horribly wrong at any minute. And the rubber chicken says, <laughs> Former President Trump wants to terminate the Constitution. I guess he wants to replace it with a comic book. But what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. Well, you certainly have made a point there. But I do not think he replaces it with a comic book. No, because he would not color between the lines. And we are not going to discuss this now. We will wait until later. We have got to get on, my friend, with Rantcast. Number 109, entitled, The Election is Now Over. And so let the next election begin. Because that's what we're good at. We just love to run and run a voting thing over and over and constantly run polls to try to figure out who's going to win. And uh, governing escapes us. And yes, Siri, it's not the, the important point isn't governing or coming up with an idea that might work. It's coming up with an idea that will get you elected and then you won't work on it. So it never fucking happens. So we just discuss this shit so that somebody can get elected and then they, they do nothing. Nothing occurs. A fight ensues. The other side goes, no, no, you can't possibly do that. You're supposed to compromise. This insanity has got to stop. We can't be doing this voting after voting. We're now going to start voting for the president, really. 
the election, I mean, will start, will, will start the people, they'll start running for the presidency. We've already had the announcements. They, you know, the ghost of Christmas past wants to continue to be the president. The uh, former president wants to become the president again. The governor of Florida wants to be the president. There are others, of course, who are waiting around. It's just, and it will be, you know, there will be polls. The polls will start next week, you know, and then there'll be those in Congress. Now, once we get into January, but by God, we're going to try to work this out so that we don't have a minority uh, that's this close. We need to get majority. So we're going to make a big stinky stink and do what has to be done so that we can further ourselves into not governing. It's unbelievable. You know, just continue to fucking run for office and collect money to run. It's got to stop. There's got to be a better way. Well, are we incapable of coming up with stuff? Do ideas, really smart and intelligent ideas just escape us? Huh? Can't these people sit around maybe for a week and try to figure out another way to do this so that we can get fucking somewhere? Wow. Then, of course, you look at what happened in London or England, I mean, and you go, well, they didn't know what they were doing either. But still, what we're doing has been continuous madness for way too long. Um, and the, we have got to get our fucking act together. We really do. And now, of course, we'll be discussing where they're going to take Iowa out of being the first place that we have the uh, primaries and because uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not really representative of the country. And this is the Democrats are saying this. And so that'll be the next argument where, where we're voting will be the next argument, where we're voting to decide who we're going to vote for. That will be it. And there will be all sorts of conjecture. Because that's what we're good at now, conjecture. Our news is conjecture. What's going to happen tomorrow? We don't know, but we're going to fucking discuss it for the next hour and a half. It really is mind-boggling. And, uh, and, and, as, the, uh, and as, a, as a rubber chicken points out, the, the, uh, the former leader of our country <laughs> wants to terminate the Constitution. Are you fucking shitting me? And... And people don't stand up and go, enough is enough, okay? You, can't, you want to terminate the Constitution, you can't run for office, all right? We might not be able to arrest you, but we can tell you, grow the fuck up, all right? You don't get to terminate the Constitution. You don't even, you don't even, it, we don't have time for it. You pushed and you pushed and you pushed, and the nonsense has to stop. Grow the fuck up, okay? Terminate the Constitution. It's, it's really, it's, I could under, we live in a time uh, in which the, the, the information comes to us at the speed of light. We can't, you know, the Congress runs at the speed of a, of a, of a fucking snail, but the, the information coming through is pounding us loud and fucking clear. You know, I can pick up my phone now and have instantaneous news. And, and so I, I, I don't understand how he can go ahead and say this and everyone doesn't just stand up. Those who are the leaders in, in uh, 
and especially in his party and go, well, that's it. You've gone too far. We won't abide this kind of nonsense from you anymore, even though we might lose a couple of votes back to voting again. We're gonna, but, but we have to tell you to stop. I, I would understand that he could pull this shit off if we lived in 1837, and then they got out there in the Pony Express, and uh, they were out west, and they said, you know, the uh, former president, uh, Hoopty Doody, said that uh, he believes that we should terminate the Constitution. And the good people of the town would go, what? And then the, um, the Pony Express would ride back and go, what? <laughs> it, 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 it really is to get the news that quickly and then to wait around for these jackasses to say anything. And most of them haven't. Most of them haven't. It's, it's enough to make you take a nap on a day like today, which is just rainy, drizzly, shitty out here. But it's good to be speaking to you from my cable access studio again. And uh, just so you know, and let me, as I can, as I'm thinking of it now, um, I'll be uh, working from here because this is my last week on the road for a bit, take a little break. And so, uh, uh, so if you, for those of you who sent in um, some rants during the, uh, the, the past few months, um, I'll be able to get some of those read. We've got a few that have been uh, dormant and just haven't had the time to read them. I'll be reading them and uh, and uh, putting them together with some of the other things that we do, some of the other uh, rant, you know, the randos do's, and uh, we'll get the them them out there to you, um, and keep sending them in, and uh, we'll continue to compile them, and I hope that someday we're able to put it all together in a fashion that works, in your in your anger and upset. And irritation can come out because it's important. And uh, it's really the, the, the times are really, uh, <laughs> they're irritating times. They, they really are. These are truly irritating times. See, they, they, the other day they're shooting at two, they shot it they, and, and, and fucked two power stations in, in, the, uh, in, in North Carolina. Now that's where we're at. So they've got to find out who did it. Um, and any way you cut it, it's just appalling. And that once again, uh, hopefully, they're, do, do they have um, surveillance cameras? Let's hope so. For God's sake, every third American's got a ring camera or something or the other. You, like, one would hope that they had a bunch of powerful cameras that picked up whoever the fuck it was that did this. Because that's, that really is beyond belief, okay? And that we have not come up with a way, you know, like, oh, they did it. Now we're going to figure out how to protect the power stations. Well, that should have been figured out before, all right? I don't know how you do it, that there should have been something that at a certain time of the evening, unless you've got something that you're wearing on you and you've got to be there because you're employed, that if you're not, uh, I don't care who the fuck you are. You shouldn't be near the power station. There should be a sound like a ooga, 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 ooga that chases him away. Wild dogs that are let out. I don't know um, how anything is secured. I'm not a security agency. I'm not someone who deals in that kind of thing, obviously. 
<laughs> like, well, of course, Lewis, we knew that the, on the side, you're, uh, you were really good in terms of securing a, a number of places. Um, you've, you really know what you're doing when it comes to that, you know. But for, for God's sake, that one would have thought, you know, you kind of go, really? There's nothing in place? Nope, nothing. So let's hope. But uh, I'm hoping it's not, uh, you know, I, you don't know which which is worse, What you know. But I do hope what it does is at least get these fuckers to, to start dealing with uh, finding out how to protect that. Okay? It's uh, because that's a faster way to, to fuck with people than, you know, in the middle of the, the, the heat of the summer or they're freezing their asses off now in North Carolina. And uh, they'll have been without power, I think, for four days. And they have to go to like a grocery store. To be reminded that the inflation is rising, but the price of gas is coming down. Yes, it is. And that's exciting news. Everybody is pumped about it, and it's great that it is. But then, of course, that news lasted an eighth of a second because they said, well, this isn't really going to last long because you know the fact of the matter is is that uh, the Russians are going to actually uh, do some things in terms of their gas and uh, the way they send that out and the price that they, whatever. And so for like a second, we get some good news. And then, of course, it's immediately that little bit of little tiny bit of sunshine is cut off by the big dark clouds. That is our media magic, because there's no news like bad news. That's what keeps us hopping. That's what tunes us in. I guess they discovered that social media's lesson, you know, anything that taunts us. We'll be back and be watching all day, all night. Um, God, and, and one would think, at least for myself, that uh, it would have been, uh, I, I really wish I'd, you know, for myself, I wish I'd love soccer so that uh, I could take that distraction. It's on now, I believe. And uh, I, wish I, I, I wish I cared about it. I don't. I don't care. I've, I've said this before. It's like watching somebody solve uh, intense geometry problems, only in motion. Uh, geometry was never something that, uh, that intrigued me. I did, I did great at it because I was able to kind of uh, learn this shit for reasons I've never used, never. Never used geometry. Certainly not in pool because I suck at pool. But wow, watching them... Uh, and, and I think the thing that I've learned in terms of it uh, is that my friends who enjoy soccer or the friends who had soccer teams in school or um, did soccer in gym class, we, we hardly played soccer when I was a kid. We played a lot of touch football and, uh, um, and we played baseball and we played basketball, but soccer was not something that uh, we pursued at all. And uh, there was very little in, uh, in terms of my county, in terms of soccer. And I think in order to, at least for myself, that, that what get, would keep my interest in it is if I played it. So I had some sense of, I, I realized the skill that's involved, but it would make a lot more, uh, have a lot more meaning to me and probably be a lot more exciting if I had uh, learned the game, but I didn't. I, I, was, uh, I played it a few times. I played lacrosse more um, and would probably watch lacrosse more than uh, if it was the uh, 
if it's the FIFA lacrosse championships. And plus FIFA, these these guys are bricks, the people who run it. But what difference does that make? We've got soccer and we're in the round of 16. Um, the uh, the uh, worrying about the Americans in terms of this is the the the, the, uh, the we're to think that we're going to be able to do this. These people have been. This is their sport. This is your sport. Like they, you know, they will they they freak out if they lose to us. The same way in which we freak out when when it comes to basketball. And we lose to them. And now they're catching up. And we eventually will catch up in terms of soccer. But at the moment, we're behind. And don't expect that we're going to be able to catch up with them this year. You know, or be or be disappointed. The kids gave it a run. And then we had to listen to these idiots. Their announcers, announcers everywhere in sports are just this dilution, diluted, diluted until you're just hearing. They're going, it's, it's, it's too much to listen to. And, uh, the, uh, and, and uh, you, you know, you're supposed to be announcing a sporting event. Um, it, you've, it, when you're doing it, it, sh- you shouldn't ha- take a side. Okay. You've got to be nonpartisan. All right. Uh, that's my belief. Okay. So you don't sit there and squawk and yell that go, you know, Oh no, he missed it. Oh, this, no, you just, uh, Talk about it, and um, and and and, and uh, otherwise, uh, you know, keep your keep your nose out of what side you're on. All right, whatever. Keep your nose out of what side you're on. Sometimes I just talk and realize that these words come out, and uh, I'm I'm not moving as quickly. My brain is not moving as quickly as my mouth seems to necessitate them, the words to come out. And what I, and I think that almost meant something. And we came up with the words of the year. Yes, we did. Uh, Why didn't Uh, Oxford Dictionary uh, said that the word of the year voted by folks. They let it. It was a Democratic vote this year, deciding it was a little elitist for the Oxford folks to just pick the word. But I think in a way it might not have been a bad idea. I don't like the words they picked. It was uh, I stand with, which is not a word. Um, And then... uh, Metaverse, which is just um, an advertisement, and uh, goblin mode. And goblin mode is the word of the year from the Oxford Dictionary. Uh, It's a slang term referring to a type of behavior uh, which is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms, I almost said social, social norms or expectations. So it uh, rejects social norms or expectations. Um, And they felt that uh, this was a reflection of us this year. I'm not sure Um, it it really works. Apparently, I did not know this. It came uh, to us from um, in 2009. Uh, It popped up on Twitter and it was... uh, Actress Julia Fox saying that she and Kanye, right back again for a second week on the show, broke up because he didn't like it when she went goblin mode. Uh, She denied that she ever used the word goblin mode. And that also is two words. It's goblin mode. Those are two words. How can that be the word of the year? Goblin could be the word of the year. 
All right. And I don't know how come goblins are uh, considered to be uh, to be so uh, so <laughs> so much of a of, they're they're a problem all their own. I don't see why goblins are considered um, slovenly and lazy. I don't quite get that. But goblin mode is two words. So uh, I now no longer trust the the Oxford Dictionary. Um, and uh, but here's here's another. The Guardian said uh, in, in, to give you an example of a goblin mode is like when you wake up at 2 a.m. and shuffle into the kitchen uh, wearing nothing but a weird long T-shirt and uh, make a weird snack like uh, like melted cheese on saltines. I, I, I don't know how that represents where we are, except that many of us during the pandemic were probably wandering around in unusual, long, strange, long T-shirts and, and, and taking whatever we had in the fridge and putting it together in whatever pile we could. The word Merriam-Webster shows is gaslighting, which is one word. And it means grossly misleading someone into believing something that, uh, you know, is probably not true or that it's a type of manipulation, which we are really attempting uh, to do on a daily level. Uh, you know, Elon Musk, who would like to turn, I think, uh, Twitter, and mentioning it for the second time in a while, it, you know, he would like to, you know, turn, um, he's, well, he's really, it seems to be a, uh, you know, if you stop calling it Twitter, we could call it gaslighting now that he just allows anybody to say whatever the fuck it is that they want to say, but maybe he's going to deal, who knows? It's um, it's very, the whole thing is strange, but gaslighting seems closer. My word of the year is assaholic, and I think that's the right word for the year. And assaholic, which is one word uh, that I just came up with, is someone who is hopeless, hopelessly addicted to being an asshole. And uh, we have uh, become a country, uh, many uh, in this country uh, are assholics. Uh, they, they've dropped whatever. They, not, they don't have an, an addiction to drinking or drugs. They have an addiction to being just a, just being a fucking asshole. And I think that should be the word of the year, and I'm going to stick by that. And I probably should have titled the episode that, but I wanted to go right into the election. And so, hence, the, but maybe, maybe next, next, the next episode will be called Asshole, Assholics Anonymous. That's right. So you, you're already prepped for the next one. So it's time to, to move on. We're going to be coming this week to Florida. Um, I will be in, uh, West Palm Beach at the uh, the Kravitz Center. Uh, I will then move on to Orlando, to Hard Rock Live, finishing up in Sarasota, Florida at the Van Weasel, which today I found out I think is called the Van Weasel. Uh, and I'm looking forward to all tickets may be still available. I'm sure that they are. And if you know someone who you think hasn't heard that I'm coming, let them know, because I don't know how else to get that information out. Nobody seems to be able to explain it to me. So... Um, 
I'm just asking you to do it if you get a minute, please. Um, this week, I'm excited to tell you that we had some uh, really great rants, that especially some of the toppers that we had at the end. Um, they came from one is uh, one of the series of rants comes from Torrington, the other from Atlantic City, where I broke even, which is only in gambling when you break even. You know, it's in in soccer if it's zero zero, it's eh, but in Atlantic City, it's woo. <laughs> I left with my money. <laughs> I tried to get rid of it, but I'm leaving with it. Um, but it was really great uh, to read those rants, and I uh, hope you enjoy them as much as as I enjoyed reading them. And um, and so um, let me just say, it's been a pleasure, uh, as always, to spend time with you. And uh, I want to thank you uh, for the the time that you give uh, to me, that you take out of your busy day to to spend with me here in my cable access studio. I try to imagine you, the audience uh, in the room with me, it's tough. Um, and uh, I hope that I get better at it each time. And uh, But it means the world to me to be able to, to spend this time with you. And uh, I wish you all nothing but the best. Please take care of each other. And as always, it's been a pleasure and a privilege to spend time with you. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're coming to you live tonight from uh, Torrington, Connecticut, from the Warner Theater. Um, This is my first time in Torrington, and uh, I didn't see Torrington. I I didn't get out. Uh, It was, um, so I have no idea what's out there. I lived in Connecticut for about, well, too long. But it was about six years, seven years, and um, and and for those of you who don't know Connecticut, well, it's the it's the nutmeg state. That's right. Everybody here has a nutmeg tree out back. It makes it makes a small fortune sending out their nutmeg wares. I think is nutmeg. What does that go in like fucking eggnog? And I know that if you, it, it used to, when I was a kid, if you, apparently the, if, you ate, if you put 20 of them in, in water and something like that or swallowed them, they'd, they'd make you hallucinate or vomit or it, something like, I'm serious. I'm fucking, don't go, don't go home and try it. But that's what I was told, I didn't do it. Uh, but uh, but they, they do, they're, they're very proud of their nutmeg and um, and we, uh, but I, uh, and I really waited time and again. I said, when, when will we be in Torrington? I cried. And, <laughs> and finally I had that opportunity. And, uh, and I seemed to have upset one person in the village. <laughs> who was, uh, felt abused by my referring to the need that we might have to uh, shave polar bears. <laughs> this, this came from an audience member here, and, uh, and I stole it and will continue to use it. <laughs> so, um, but it is nice. I've spent time in New Haven. Where, where's, where are you guys? Stay calm. I know it's just a wild town, but um, how far are we from New Haven? An hour and a half, and I never got here. I just never set out. I, I, there was so much wonderful nutmeg in New Haven. <laughs> but let's get on with what you had to say this evening. This is Jonathan Stomsky. How do you feel about our lovely little town of Torrington? Well, I, I think I've cleared that up. And, uh, And this is from Julie Olson, I'll just read part of it. Thanks for braving conspiracy theory country (laughs) to entertain us. And and so I, there, one, I I had no idea that um, that people out here were were dealing in conspiracy theories, but uh, I, I can't wait to hear, but nobody really sent one in tonight, so it's kind of a disappointment. Nothing better than a good conspiracy theory. Yes, sir, he Bob. Yes, sir, he boy. That flu shot makes your nuts shrink. That one, that's a good one. 
was, I was kind of, I, what's amazing is, is that, that, that the, our former leader had dinner with, with Kanye or Ye, uh, and, and, and didn't want to eat with, uh, with Dr. Fauci. And I, I just find that, whether he, I, I just, I find that astonishing. I mean, because it, it, he didn't even give Fauci the time to fuck up, okay, in his eyes. So he just went, I'm not gonna eat with that son of a bitch. And I don't think he ever did, but he ate with Ye. Wow. And who calls themselves Ye? I mean it. Whose name? His name was so long for people. He, people would say Kanye, and he'd go, oh, that's too long. And they would say the same, fuck, my name's too, it's just, your name's too long, I can't say it. Um, I'll go on. Uh, Mark LeMay, a, a complaint we get everywhere, Mark, the seats at the Warner in Torrington, Connecticut are too fucking small. Yeah. And they are everywhere in the United States. People back then were much smaller. They would, nobody was over four foot seven. <laughs> Everyone worked as an elf, and um, it was a different time. You know, they, there were no fast food places for people to bulk up and go, fuck, if I just gain another 10 pounds, I won't be able to sit in this seat. <laughs> but they are too small. Everywhere I go, too fucking small. This is uh, Robert Esselby. Um, my math teacher was supposed to postpone my test for me so I can work, but she didn't. So now I'm forced to either not do the test and beg for forgiveness or do the test while also running the lights for Lewis Black. <laughs> yeah. Well, Robert, I'd, I'd be more than willing to write a note. And I'm serious, so if you need a note written and we can talk to your math teacher, I, I fucking, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of pressure. You, you know, you fucking need to make a living, Robert, and, you, and, and math, can, you can do that two days later. It's the, the, math, the math isn't gonna go away, I am. <laughs> David Perillo? Yeah. No, thank you, David. In the 80s, you had to pay for porn, yet there was free water all over. Some 40 years later, porn is free, yet we have to pay for fucking water. How can this be? I believe it would be much more expensive to make porn than it would be to make water. So again, I ask, how the fuck did this happen? Uh, Keith Pixton, uh, now that Trump has announced he's running for president, what drugs do you recommend I take? <laughs> to get through the next two years. Uh, Keith, uh, you won't need any. You're not gonna need drugs. If he's running, you just, uh, you, all you gotta do is sit back, turn on the TV and watch. I'm serious, I don't understand why people do drugs in the midst of what is a drug, I mean, I fucking, look, when, when what we're living through is satire, how the fuck are you supposed to make it funnier? When what you're living through apparently is a hallucination, what the fuck do you need to hallucinate for? You know, uh, Eva Zimmerman, I walk into my boss's office for the first time in seven months. 
You know, COVID hasn't disappeared for us. I think more an excuse to save a buck with kicking us out and work from home, but I can't complain. Well, I walk in to say hello and ask for change for a 20. Let me preface it with I'm a young millennial, and in true almost Gen Z reality, cash is not a thing. I had to visit a bank. What is that? And, and take out, what is that? And take out cash to donate for the staff bonus for our receptionist. So I ask him, and he takes out his wallet, and rather than saying no, he points his wallet to me, widens it as if it were a bottomless pit that churns out only receipts and nada. I kindly say, aren't you a boomer? Oh man, I struck a chord. He went on to how I'm always insulting him and how this is an abusive work relationship <laughs> and that I only said it to hurt his feelings. He's the boss! <laughs> how tough is it if you're in charge, you fucknut? God damn it. They're just asking for change and they called you a boomer. There's a lot of other shit I would have said about being called a boomer, but fucking, you fucking come up, you don't fucking, God damn it. This is the last thing. God fuck. I'm a fuck. And I don't like any of that. Gen Z, millennial, boomer, it's all fucking nonsense. It started with my, they started calling my generation baby boomers. What bullshit. It wasn't that, they'd fucking, and then, uh, then they had to come up with new names and I don't know who's in charge of it. <laughs> that the two scariest moments of his life just happened on the same day last month. And I'm only digging into his trauma. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. That's like, that's, that sounds like a millennial. <laughs> I said, what, what may those two moments be? Why the fuck would you ask? <laughs> You just should have said, I'm, I gotta get some uh, change. <laughs> well, obviously, my 50th birthday, he said, and COVID. Well, he survived COVID, and 50 isn't the end. This is all coming from the same dude who said I was gaslighting during a staff meeting. <laughs> wow! I should have said right then and there, look, man, I could care less about your reality or birthday, and definitely don't care enough to gas like you. I just want to change for a 20. <laughs> this is Kate Ziotic, not, not Teixeiro yet. Okay, that's, so I'm at your show in Torrington, Connecticut. I'd just like to know how come after almost seven years and almost two kids, my boyfriend in the audience too hasn't popped the question. <laughs> Well, what if she, what if he's the one who left the room? <laughs> Turned to her and said, I'm not going to listen to this. <laughs> she goes on. Sure, I've let him milk the cow for free. Well, I have not heard that in a while. But I do awesome shit like surprise him with tickets to you, his favorite comedian. And I'm still chopped liver. What's a girl to do? Well, oh boy. <laughs> well, you've, it's almost seven years. You got him. It's common law. Fuck him. <laughs> what you can tell him is that at that point, either he asks by the time you hit that seventh year, or you'll, you'll fucking sue him for divorce. <laughs> You're seven years into it. What the fuck is the matter? What the fuck could possibly? 
Well, I, even I'm, I, I mean, what? <laughs> Son of a bitch, and you got two kids. God damn it. I'm, I'm a little disappointed in you, <laughs> sir, and uh, I think you should do something for Kat, and that's the best I can do for you, Kat. I don't know what else to say. But, but if, you know, it's just too bad we don't have a light so we could shine it on you, and then the audience, <laughs> and, then the, and then the audience could taunt you on the way to the car. But that's a, that's a tough question. Here's one from Samantha DeChico. Probably pronounced that wrong. I'm at your show tonight. Question, one of my sons came back to live at home. He bought a girlfriend and a dog. How the fuck do you get him out? <laughs> you, you get Kat's number, call her up, Tell your kid and the, and the girlfriend and the dog, you're gonna have to go, uh, I've got somebody renting. <laughs> She's got two kids, you'll have to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> See, I solved both problems at once. <laughs> this is Darlene Webb. We got a lot of women tonight and I'm really pleased with that. Your show is a godsend tonight. I'm a school nurse and have spent the last two years dealing with morons who think my job is so goddamn easy. I, I hear shit like, it's all ice packs and band-aids for sure for, for the cutters. My job also includes dealing with mental health fractures, calling poison control. Wow, we're adolescents, stupid. Eat another, eat, eat another mealworm, why don't you, you little, and, and medicating them and feeding them. And that is just the first half hour of work. <laughs> I work without a break, uh, eat bites when I can, and get yelled at by parents whose kids are too fucking fragile for a fucking mask when they have COVID. There are two things I need after the week I just had, a laugh and lots of alcohol. <laughs> So you're the reason the show started late. <laughs> well, I hope you got your alcohol. This is D. Bayer. Uh, um, this is really, hello, all of you food police maniacs out there. We in the type two diabetes universe do not need your help. We do not need to know what strategy your second cousin uses in her struggles with the sweet blood. Please, no longer offer us advice, and to all of you out there accursed with this affliction, let us just remember a few things. You are absolutely under no obligation to tell anyone what your last A1C test numbers were. <laughs> Let's take a page from our southern friends who might say something diplomatic like, like, oh, bless your heart for asking, and then smile and walk away. This is more tactful than using the Torrington method of screaming, eat shit and die, <laughs> while strangling your coworker. You do not have to answer questions about whether you were type one or type two diabetic. All they are doing is warming up their judgment muscles so they can look down their snooty noses at you and think, oh, you have the lazy fat bastard diabetes. And if you're at the office party and want to have a piece of cheesecake this Yuletide, you go right ahead. If anyone sidles up to you and asks in a hushed whisper, can you eat that? Here's what you do. 
shove that entire triangle of bliss into your mouth. It's still, still crammed with all the wonderful sugar-laden cream cheese, and do your best to say, apparently I can. <laughs> then head back to the dessert table as you say over the sh your shoulder, let's see if I can eat another. If this persists, drop to the floor and take your shoes and socks off and make a huge display of counting your toes and then scream, yep, 10, I still got them all. I guess I'm managing today. If this doesn't give them a hint, then nothing will, but at least you tried. And we're gonna end with this and uh, before I do, I want to thank you all for coming out. It was just uh, terrific spending time with you. <laughs> and as God is my witness, someday I will return to Torrington and take a good look. So. I really do appreciate you coming out, and uh, tomorrow we're going to be in Atlantic City where I'll be making hand over fist and, and a video poker machine, son of a bitch. If you want to throw hundreds on the stage, I'll make that investment happen. And then, uh, and then we'll be in Tarrytown on Sunday. So for those of you watching, if you want, get your, uh, do get your um, rants in. And uh, finally, this is from Adam Whittlesey, and this is really, it's a good one to end with. And this could be the person who left. My rant is that I can't make your show in Torrington, Connecticut. You see, I don't have a lot of money, but I was excited to see you were coming to town. <laughs> but also, Kevin Smith is doing a show in Hartford around the same time. I don't have enough money to go to both. So sorry, Lewis, I've decided to see Silent Bob. I'll see your next tour if you decide to come back to town. If you want to tell me to fuck you, I understand. Much love, Adam. Fuck you, Adam. Good night. Thank you, Torrington. I'm back at the uh, Borgata in Atlantic City and uh, at the Music Box Theater, and uh, I've appeared here uh, a, a, a ton, and uh, I always love coming to, uh, to, to play here. The, the audiences here have really always been quite remarkable, and, uh, and there's a, a great uh, concentration of bitterness in this area that really, <laughs> really play, plays into my own, my own fucking cynicism, and uh, it's, it's really always, it's always great, even when I lose money, uh, it's always been good, and, uh, and, I, and I really hope to continue to build more wings for the Borgata. There, <laughs> I know that they've missed me during the pandemic. They'd send me, when are you coming back? We'll open it just for you. Send the money. Just throw it in a box. There's some uh, great ones that came in this evening. This is from Amy Charleston. Uh, my rant is about all these places that make so-called subs on soft rolls. If the sub isn't on a roll made in Atlantic City, then throw it in the garbage. <laughs> Atlantic City bread it's just like Atlantic City people. Wow. That's a, that's a sentence I'll never forget. Hard and crusty on the outside and warm and perfect on the inside. 
course, there'll now be people after the show going out and cutting people to see. <laughs> Go to White House Subs, get a cheesesteak or a regular, and then realize every other sub you ate was shit. Yeah, I couldn't get there today because it was shitty out. I was going to go there. God, do you know what time they open? 10. 10? Oh, that's great. That is really a psychotic. That is good. 10 o'clock. Fucking A. You get there about 9.45. <laughs> Teresa McDonald, I have, a ni I have a 9 and 11-year-old boys. <laughs> they use an appropriate amount of shampoo. They use an extraordinary amount of conditioner. I'm talking going through Costco-sized bottles in a few days. Two boys, they don't even have that much hair. Are they eating it? Is there a secret young male conditioner conspiracy? How, how, how are they using this much conditioner? And then there's the body wash. Six different bottles for two of them, each with about a drop missing. So that explains the weird smells even after they've showered. So they have clean, ridiculously conditioned hair. And they're just otherwise the dirtiest, smelliest kids I've ever seen. Someone please help me understand this. I, 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 I have no idea. I read these, uh, part of one of the reasons I do this is that every couple of nights something comes out and you go, fuck, I have never heard of anything. I've never heard, you'd have to beg a kid to use conditioner. How would they know what conditioner is? Son of a bitch. And, and get, get rid of the, I'll tell you this, just fuck them with the body wash and give them that soap. Just hand them a bar of soap and say, use this, you little fuck. And you can tell them their Uncle Lewis said that. <laughs> okay, this is from Frank F. Two years later, why are people still wearing those dreaded face diapers? Get over it. We didn't survive as a nation being afraid. Um, okay. Uh, there's a reason people do that. And I'm one of them, Frank. So it's not a diaper. All right? And that's insulting. It shouldn't bother you that I wear it. Why it bothers you, I don't understand. It's my choice. If I chose, seriously, to actually wear a real diaper <laughs> on my face, you should respect, I live in a free country, respect my right to fucking wear a Pampers wherever I want it. <laughs> I, and I mean it, Frank. I don't want to get sick. I'm at the age and I have an underlying condition. And whether you like it or not, I know for a fact, because I get phone calls from my friends who are nuttier than fucking I am about it. And they're constantly going, I know this person and this person and this person and this person and this person. People are still getting sick from it. I don't want to get sick. And I can't afford to. Because I've already had to miss a ton of time, Frank. I wasn't able to come here because of that. And I certainly fucking have been in positions now and again in which I've got to wear that mask because there's a ton of people around. 
And one of them, and it inevitably happens, even before this pandemic, Frank, people were wandering around going, eh, 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 and fucking flicking boogers places, Frank. So stop it. If I lived in the cleanest country on earth, I would agree with you. But we, we don't. So respect people's rights to wear it. I, I fucking already had to cancel. And the reason I, I get upset when people say things like this is because when I was in Florida during the Omicron fucking shit coming out, and I know that in Florida there wasn't a pandemic at all, it, ever, ever, ever. Um, I walked into a place like a 7-Eleven and, uh, and had on a mask, and the person looked at me, there were three or four of them actually, and they looked at me, no exaggeration, and said things and commented. Uh, about what I was doing, having this mask on, and they didn't. And uh, I didn't say anything, um, but it was, it was literally, uh, I felt as if I'd arrived inside there to pick up a, what was a, 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 a breakfast sandwich, but I'd arrived and I was wearing my penis around my neck. <laughs> Just let people wear it, Frank. It's got nothing to do with you. It has to do with them. And there really are bigger things to worry about, you know? Like whether the Giants really have a defense. <laughs> this is from Tony Hividzak. Was that close? Well, you lied, you said you were here. Tony, maybe I didn't even, I came so badly that it would, I pronounced it so badly they don't even know it's them. Being a teacher sucks. Jobs, the job adds more and more things we need to do. We get no extra salary besides the shitty one we get, and to top it off, everyone bitches we aren't doing it right. Maybe start raising your own kids a little and take some responsibility. This is Roseanne Gazzara. So as we were walking into the show, I was stopped when I was going through the security checkout but my boyfriend didn't even turn around to make sure I was still with him. He just kept going. Luckily, I was able to catch up to him since he had my ticket. What's with that? Well, I don't know. I'm much, it's a little more confusing than the conditioner, really. But I think if you ask your boyfriend that you could have a leash and put it around his neck so that he could always walk in front of you, but you'd be able to go with him. So that if he tried to go through, he couldn't, he'd know that you were there because you could go tug it. <laughs> and I'm going to come out a little later so your boyfriend doesn't kick my ass. <laughs> this is a bitch that uh, Jeff Stilson actually was bitching about this the other day when an ad came on for uh, Snickers bar. But this is, over Halloween I saw a new Snickers bar, says Jim Moran. It was a Snickers almond brownie bar in dark chocolate. A Snickers bar is supposed to be peanuts, caramel, nougat, and milk chocolate. None of these are in this new candy abortion. At what point does a Snickers bar stop being a Snickers bar? And how untalented are the hacks in marketing as the candy bar company that they are incapable of naming a new candy bar? Pay me the six figures these idiots are making. I'll come up with new names all day long. 
By the way, I'm wearing my red, white, and screwed shirt that I bought at your show in Philly. I took my son with me to that show. That's called good parenting. <laughs> Vincent Vispoli, 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 Vispoli. I fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Dear Lewis, I work in an auto repair shop. I work on many vehicles every week. And once or twice a week, I go out to a car to pull it into the shop, and it looks like the inside of a dumpster. <laughs> smells like one, too. Now consider the vehicle with dry food all over that smells and looks like a dirty ashtray. Now consider that I have to crawl around in your filth, lay in it, wedge myself upside down under your dash with my head on your floor, depending on the repair. I feel like I've seen a lot. Old coffee, open bags of chips, unfinished breakfast sandwiches, expired fruit and vegetables. So my message, clean out your fucking cars. And we're going to end with this from Vince Pagano, because it was uh, one of my, it was a, <laughs> this was supposed to be a surprise gift from our kids to see you in Atlantic City for our 50th anniversary. Well, congratulations, Vince. But some fat fuck asshole that I haven't spoken to in six years texted me last Saturday night with, I heard you guys are going to see Lewis Black. That ruined the entire plan the kids had for us. This is why I hate Facebook and all the other social bullshit outlets. If I haven't talked to someone in 30 years, there's a reason. I don't want to. I'm no doctor, but I have a theory about why the brain starts to shut down and develop dementia. In the course of a lifetime, no matter what you do or where you go, you run into assholes. It's like we're on old McDonald's farm. There's an asshole here, an asshole here. Here's an asshole, there's an asshole. Everywhere there's an asshole. That's as close as I've come to singing in quite some time. There's only so much your brain can take. So it starts to slowly shut down due to asshole overload. That's, it's, what? I, I don't understand what that fucking even meant. First off, it is true. You just went, that ain't true. What I'm reading is true, which is why I'm fucking reading it. And you're proof of that, because already I lost. This goes throughout the world. And now they're gonna wonder, who's that fuck yelling shit? I don't know if I wanna go to New Jersey now. Well, you shouldn't hold it against him, okay? He, I, he may, there may be a machine he wants to get back to. I fucking, I can't believe in the midst of something this well done, you have to go quacky quack, quacky quack. <laughs> if you're in your 80s or 90s, I'm gonna go back. There's only so much your brain can take. 
So it starts to slowly shut down due to asshole overload. If you're in your 80s or 90s and have your faculties, it's because you were fortunate enough not to be surrounded by assholes in your lifetime. It has nothing to do with your diet or exercise routine, but everything to do with asshole quotient. We all possess this degree of the specified asshole quotient, but some have a greater tolerance than others. I don't. Unfortunately, you never build up an immunity to the asshole quotient. And now back to celebrating my 50 years with a threesome. You, me, and my wife. If possible, we'd love to have a picture with you to show everyone that we celebrated our 50th anniversary with you and not with a bunch of assholes. Thank you, Vince. Thank you all for coming out. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.